I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. On this episode, we meet the next three inductees to the Holy Cross Athletic Hall of Fame. On Saturday, November 18th, the 2023 class will be formally inducted into the Athletic Hall of Fame at the Varsity Club annual dinner inside the Hogan Campus Center. Let's begin with Kevin Garvey from Holy Cross Football. Kevin was a standout offensive lineman from 1981 to 1984. He started every game at right guard in 1983 as the Crusaders reached a number two ranking in the nation and advanced to the 1AA National Quarterfinals. In 1984, Kevin reached the ultimate individual honor, as an All-American along the offensive line. Kevin, welcome to Seder Stories, and congratulations on reaching the Hall of Fame. Thank you, Kevin. I uh, I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me, and I'm looking forward to the, uh, to the night. You told me you were a little surprised by this honor. How did you first find out you'd be a Hall of Famer? I, I got a call. He was the head of the varsity club. And a funny thing was he had called and left a message saying, you know, call me back. And I didn't call him back. I didn't call him back when he wanted me to. Uh, so I, I believe he reached out again. And I, at this time, I called him back. And I was prepared to tell him, yeah, whatever you need. Uh, that caught me by surprise. Your 1983 team was incredibly special. Only two Holy Cross football teams have ever reached the national quarterfinals. Your 1983 squad, and again last season, how do you feel you and your teammates left such a legacy that season? Well, it, it also was the first team that, I mean, at that point, Holy Cross had been playing football for almost 100 years. And that team was the first team ever to start the season 8-0, which, you know, when when someone told us that, I, I don't remember who it was, but it's somebody who, you know, followed Holy Cross football pretty, pretty closely. I, it, it's just blew us away. I, you couldn't even fathom that that they wouldn't have had an eight no start in a hundred years, but but that was really special. And you know, when you look at the the people we had on that team, it wasn't just the the talent we had. The 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 leadership was was outstanding. The character of the team was outstanding. The work ethic was outstanding. Yeah, it was fun to be part of. And and you know, as a junior on that team, didn't really have a leadership role. Uh, but but the people that that set the tone were really were really special people. Who were some of the players on that great '83 team that you looked up to? Well, on the offensive side, I, 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 you know, I had mentioned I think the best player that ever played for Holy Cross was Bruce Kazerski, and you know, while he wasn't really a vocal guy, I I, I kind of studied him. Um, he he was a he was a huge man. I mean, he was six five. 280 pounds, which at that point, you know, in time was, was just absolutely ginormous for the level of football we were playing. But, but he was such a tactician. I mean, his you know, offensive line is about leverage. And, and even as big as he was, he could always get lower than the person he was trying to move. And, and, you know, he was also, uh, he did the, uh, five two or uh, three two program with with Whoopi. so he was an engineering guy he understood uh the physics of of playing offensive line and and he he just would stay so low for a guy that was six feet five it was amazing 
But I learned just by watching Bruce, you know, learned really what the the fundamentals of of offensive line play was all about. And yeah, but we had on that team we had uh, Harry Flaherty uh, on the defensive side. Uh, on the offensive side, we had Pete Muldoon, who was who was only a junior, but everybody looked up to him. And you know, as far as the running backs go, uh, you know, Chuck Doyle's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Gil Fenner's a Hall of Famer. And these were kind of all-time great Holy Cross football players. We just had, we had a, a ton of talent. It, you clearly learned a lot from those fellow Hall of Famers because, you know, a year later, you became an All-American at the 1AA level. How do you think your play on the offensive line in 84 really stood out for such an incredible nationwide award? We, we had a great guy coaching us uh, on the offensive line, Pete Correll, uh, for our first three years. And uh, he was he was a great coach. He was a great, great person, great family. Uh, our senior year, we we um, Pete left to go take another opportunity. And they brought in a, a fellow named George DeLeon, who I regard as, you know, the best coach I ever had and almost the best professor I ever had at Holy Cross because he really was just an amazing teacher. And and what I learned from watching Bruce was reinforced, but 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 vastly improved by George DeLeon. And I, I I credit him for, you know, my my success I enjoyed my senior year. I mean, I, you know, I was an aggressive player. I I, I played with, I think I'm a nice guy, but I played with real anger. But but he really, he took my my technique to another level. And uh one thing I, I I will say about myself is I, I I'm pretty good at recognizing when people really know what they're talking about, and and I will study those people uh, and listen to them, um, and immediately I knew George DeLeon was a special coach, so I I just absorbed everything that he told me, and it it produced a a, a great season. No doubt about that, and a great career. It, that '83 season was full of monumental wins, but. You said that your favorite memory after a win was actually in 84, after an upset win at Colgate. What made that victory so much fun for you and your teammates? <laughs> I mean, part of it was Colgate was right. We weren't. Um, we, we were we were kind of the redheaded stepchild season. Um, you know, coming off 83, we lost a ton of seniors. The 84 team, I don't think what had had the expectations that that the well, certainly not that the 83 team had, uh, but we were exceeding expectations. And I, I think Colgate was our fifth game. We had won our first four games and uh, Colgate was, was favored. It, you know, it was a home game at Colgate. They were favored to win that game and they were winning early. As a matter of fact, I think they might've even been up by two touchdowns early, but we turned that game around and we bumped them and we beat them by, by 20 points. Part of the enjoyment of that game was was you know overcoming uh, the doubters, but but also uh, a bunch of our friends uh, came to that game, drove four hours. Uh, it was just a crazy day, and uh, at the end of that crazy day, we had a four hour bus ride home, and it was an all time great day. I have just a really vivid memory of that day. It was it was so great. There are so many players and, and former athletes who are going to be inducted this season who are bringing family, friends, so many people, former teammates that that want to share in the induction. I know you can't bring everybody with you, but 
Who would you most like to share the induction weekend with? Well, you know, I, I, I think my best friends are coming. I, you know, I, I have no expectation for any of that because, you know, it's a, it's a weekend out of somebody's life. And, you know, in my case, it was, it was 40 years ago, but I, I think the most important people uh, in, in my Holy Cross life are going to be there. I, I've been told that anyways. And I, I just, uh, that blows me away because I, uh, you know, I, it's humbling. It's very humbling that they'd, they'd take a weekend out of their life and, and reminisce about 40 years ago. And uh, honestly, I'm not very comfortable with that notion, um, but I, I'm humbled by it. And I, uh, I am very appreciative of it for sure. No, that's so great to hear. You've certainly earned it. And and today you call Chicago home with your wife. You've got three grown children. You run your family's office product distribution company. How do you feel that that Holy Cross best prepared you for the life that you're living today? It's all about setting goals and and knowing how to work within a, a team structure. And then, you know, having leadership capabilities that that I learned, you know, from observing uh, people who are great leaders that I played with. So you know, you bring you bring those life skills to to the business world. It, it, there's so much that overlaps between sports and business. And you know, if you put together a good team and you and you set goals and expectations and 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 keep it fun as much as possible, right? I mean, it's not always going to be fun, but you try to keep it fun. Uh, you know, the best team wins. And and you know, the company I joined was a, a tiny little family-run office products company, and we we grew it to, you know, we're the we're the largest independently run company uh, in our space uh, in the in the Chicago area, and I, I attribute a lot of that that growth to, you know, my experience at Holy Cross and being part of a great team, great teams and 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 observing great leadership and and learning from that. You were part of a golden era of Holy Cross football and and we've been living through another one the last couple seasons. Bob Chesney has taken this program to new heights. How are you staying involved with not just Holy Cross but the football program and and supporting the next generation of Crusader football players? Not a classmate, he was a class ahead of us. Um Fred O'Connor had organized a bunch of former players and and with the goal of let's let's try to keep Coach Chesney and pay him a competitive wage. And so um, I got involved with that. Uh, and ultimately, I think we were successful in getting him, you know, a market rate to keep him at the school. He obviously is an amazing coach. I've only met him one time, um, but it, it, there's no disputing that you know, it, it's we're we're a tiny little school, and we've had monster success uh, in the in the Patriot League and beyond. And I, I just I'm I'm so proud. And we were I I wanted to go to the BC game, but my a classmate of mine at Holy Cross and his wife that we travel with, we had we had booked a trip to to Barcelona and uh, Portugal, and so we were in Barcelona when when they played BC this year, and we got to watch the game. I'm just so proud of where the programs come and 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 hopefully I'll get a, a chance to meet the players because I just want to tell them how how appreciative we are all, all as former uh, Holy Cross uh, football players. Uh, how appreciative we are of their 
their efforts and success and and yeah, no, could couldn't be happier with the status of the program. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations again on the induction. Enjoy your big weekend. I know it's going to be incredibly special and there will be a ceremony during the home football finale against Georgetown as well. So you'll be back on fit and field. When was the last time you were on the turf there? Uh, it's about uh, 15 years ago. We were visiting a friend of ours in Rhode Island and, uh, you know, we were so close. I said, let's just drive to the campus. And it was, uh, it was in the summer. Nobody was around. I got to, uh, get to go on the field with my son who was probably uh, 13 or 14 at the time. And we, we threw a, pretend football around a little bit it was it was awesome it was great my wife and my daughters were in the stands it was fun Uh, but it's it's been a long time well it'll be great to see you back on campus kevin garvey thank you so much for joining us thank you kevin i appreciate your time anytime let's take a break when we return we'll meet the next member the 2023 holy cross hall of fame class right here on Sater stories at fuel america we've created a place for people to gather to share their stories. We are a destination and we are a starting point because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. We are UMass Memorial Health and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals to Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Whether you are looking at hosting a birthday party, corporate or youth team outing, church group, or just a night out with some friends, Holy Cross Athletics has just the experience to make your event unforgettable. Holy Cross Athletics offers a number of interactive group experiences where your groups can even have the option of adding food and drinks to your experience. For more information, please call 1-844-GO-CROSS or email us at tickets at holycross.edu. Tickets are available to the 2023 Holy Cross Athletic Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Join us Saturday, November 18th during the Varsity Club annual dinner inside the Hogan Campus Center. Get your tickets by visiting GoHolyCross.com slash tickets or call 1-844-GO-CROSS. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories presented by UMass Memorial Health. Let's meet our next Holy Cross Hall of Fame inductee. Chris Brown. He was class of 1983. He was a standout defenseman on the Holy Cross men's hockey team starting in 1979. Chris played in the ECAC playoffs in all four seasons with Holy Cross and earned all ECAC 
receive first team honors. His 90 career assists off the blue line were the third most in program history at the time of his graduation. Chris, it's great to have you here. Congrats on the Hall of Fame and welcome to Seder Stories. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate that. Uh, really looking forward to this weekend, a chance to get together with uh, a lot of my former teammates and friends as well as uh, coaches. So can't wait. And outside of the festivities at the football game on Saturday, the ceremony itself, it sounds like uh, you and some of your former teammates have a party plan. So you guys are really enjoying it. Yeah, one of my best friends and teammates, uh, Owen Dugan, um, has been kind enough to organize a little event down at Wellesley Country Club on Friday night uh, that my whole family will be at. And uh, my understanding is quite a few of my uh, former teammates and friends and colleagues uh, will be there. So I'm really looking forward to a chance to catch up with those guys uh, ahead of the formal event on Saturday. That's great. Nice opportunity to catch up with former Crusaders. Beautiful venue as well in Wellesley. Yep. I've got to ask you, what did it mean to you when you first found out that you would be a Hall of Famer? I, I got to tell you, Kevin, I was I was overwhelmed. I remember when Tony called me, I was actually out playing some really mediocre golf uh, up at Vesper Country Club where I belong. And I picked up the phone and uh, I was I was speechless for a moment. And a few of my teammates, when they heard that, were like shocked. They said, Brownie, you've never been speechless in your life. But uh, yeah, it meant quite a bit to me because obviously I know, you know, the athletes that have been, you know, lucky enough to be inducted into the hall ahead of me or before me. Uh, and there's just some really tremendous athletes in general, but uh, hockey players in particular, guys like Jerry Curley, Joe Lunny, Matt Muniz, uh, Billy Bellarose, who was one of my coaches, Coach Van Buskirk. So it's quite an honor, really overwhelmed by it all. You've always had Crusader blood in your family. Your dad was Holy Cross, class of 1955. What were some of your earliest memories of the college? So, yeah, my dad was 55, and his father, I can't remember his class, uh, was also a Crusader. And then, obviously, myself and my son, Austin. So we're four, fourth generation and hopefully going to continue that tradition. But uh, I remember growing up in my parents' house and watching Channel 27, listening to Bob Foraker call Holy Cross basketball games with the likes of uh, Chris Potter and Michael Vicenz, Peter Beckenbach. You know, so it, it was it was a fun time for me. Uh, kind of had purple in my blood. That's how my dad met my mother. She went to Emmanuel and was bussed up to Holy Cross back in the day when the cross was just guys. Um, and so they'd have dances at school and that's how my mom and dad met. And uh, I remember my dad's classmates distinctly from the class of 55, uh, in particular, his roommate and best friend, Bill McCall, Kevin Feely, uh, Paul Coveney, Bob Danahy, Joe Riley. I, I, the guy, the camaraderie and loyalty and friendship those guys shared, you know, years after graduation and to be able to pick up where they left off really told me that Holy Cross was a special place. And I, I was not making a mistake by deciding to continue my hockey career there. You grew up in Medford, just north of Boston. It sounds like with all the family ties, it, it may have been decided long before you <laughs> that you were going to Holy Cross. But when did you know for sure you'd be a hockey player with the Crusaders? So I you know, played high school hockey at Arlington Catholic um, for four years. And uh, you know, we were lucky enough to have a really good team, um, which my brother Larry, who was class of 84, was part of. And we won a state championship in 1978. And Mike Edessa, who was the coach at the time uh, before Peter took over, 
um, had made a bunch of recruiting visits and started talking to me about Holy Cross and, you know, sold me on how the program was up and coming, how they, you know, had, had had some success in the previous couple of years before I decided to go there and that he was really doing, you know, a big recruiting effort in the greater Boston area with a lot of my classmates that came in together. And so, you know, between that and the kind of family ties and the class of 55 ties, I just was very comfortable at the school. And uh, so, you know, it was an easy decision for me. You mentioned a man who most consider the most influential person in Holy Cross hockey history on the men's and women's side. One of the truly great people in the sport, Peter Van Buskirk. How did he shape you as a player and more importantly, as a person? So, you know, Peter was the type of guy that you love to play for. He was such a student of the game. I, I can't tell you how many thousands of dollars in napkins Kimball spent with him diagramming breakout plays for us after practice when we all went down to dinner together. But just a great mind. You know, we played for Charlie Holt at UNH and he just was a great motivator. You know, he, he had the right demeanor. He knew when it was time to get upset with you, but he also knew when it was time to just kind of coach you along and, and, and give you the support that you needed. And, and the one thing I loved about Peter was he was such a creative hockey mind. And that was that was really kind of the way I like to play the game. Um, and he he, you know, he pushed that type of system, which, you know, in hindsight was great because it it helped, you know, get me ready for playing over in Europe, which was more of that skating and passing type of game. Um, so I really enjoyed playing for Peter. And in the small world category, he desperately tried to get my daughter to go to Holy Cross to play hockey, but she inside decided to uh, cross family lines and go to BC, uh, mm. where she played for four years. But I give her credit for that. But my wife, Chris, I'm mean, sorry, my daughter, Christina's wife, Emily Listener, actually played four years of Crusader hockey for the women's team and was coached by Peter. So small world. It's great to hear about the four generations of family members connected to Holy Cross and obviously a great opportunity for your daughter as well at Boston College. I wanted to ask you about your time as a player. Obviously, you thrived playing two ways in Coach Van Buskirk's creative system. What would you say was your greatest on-ice moment as a team during those years you were competing in the ECAC? You know, I think making it to the ECAC semifinals, both my freshman and senior years, I think, you know, those two years in particular, we had such a great blend of freshmen, you know, my freshman year with our class, and then the seniors that we had there, you know, with Larry Kennedy and Bobby Labossiere and Bobby Shea, and then my senior year where we had, you know, two also uh, Hall of Famers and Joe Lunny and, and Matt Muniz come in. I thought those were some really special years. We, you know, we ended up losing to Babson my senior year in the semifinals in a really close game. Uh, but those were really two of the highlights for me. Um, you know, obviously hockey is the ultimate team sport and you're judged by team success. And I think getting to the semifinals, both those years, you know, making to the playoffs all four years, you know, that was, that was quite a, quite a thrill for us. And the fact that it's such a team sport makes this next question really hard to answer. When you think back on your career at Holy Cross, what do you think made you stand out as a Hall of Famer? I, really, it's the guys that I got to play with. I mean, you know, I, I was blessed to play for we came, when I came in as a freshman. We had a senior defenseman in Larry Kennedy and we had two junior defensemen in Billy Fitzgerald and Jack Casale. And they were all great hockey players. And I came in with my classmate, Mike Cohen. 
And I remember Larry, I can still remember his words, you know, when we first got there, the first couple of weeks of school and, and getting out on the ice saying, all right, freshman D, one of the two of you is going to play and the other one's, you know, going to sit on the bench. And so, you know, you're going to have a good competitive battle and we, we'll see where it goes. Well, they ended up not being able to sit either one of us. And Mike Cohen and I became referred to that year as the freshman D. And we basically played four years together. And I'm not in the Hall of Fame without having the privilege of playing with Mike Cohen for four years. That's great. The freshman D all the way through. Let's step aside. When we come back, we'll have more with Chris Brown right here on Sater Stories. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals to Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Getting that perfect slice is satisfying, fulfilling, and rewarding too. But we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Slice to order makes a sub above. On Saturday, November 18th, Holy Cross football celebrates Senior Day at Fit and Field. Don't miss the regular season finale as the Crusaders fight for a shot at a fifth straight Patriot League title. Plus, the 2023 Holy Cross Hall of Fame class will be honored on the field. Don't miss it. You can get your tickets at GoHolyCross.com slash tickets or call 1-844-GO-CROSS. Welcome back to Sater Stories. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, joined by Holy Cross Men's Hockey Hall of Famer, Chris Brown. Chris, you had the unique opportunity to play hockey in Europe after graduating from Holy Cross. How did you find an opportunity like that in the Netherlands in the 1980s that was a lot further away back then uh it was so when i graduated um i was entertaining trying to play professional hockey somewhere and at that time they were really down on the minor leagues to the ahl and i think it was either the i or the chl and so you know i had an opportunity for a tryout there but i had heard through some friends that you know there were opportunities over in europe and so a friend of mine uh, that I had been skating with in the summers, had organized a college all-star team with guys from BC, Harvard, 
Northeastern, myself, uh, a handful of other schools, we went over and played kind of in an all-star tournament in, in throughout France and where they had scouts from different European leagues there. And so a few of the coaches from a team up in the Netherlands, just south of Amsterdam called Denbos happened to be there, watch a game and then offered me an opportunity to go up and play there. And so I took advantage of it and really, really enjoyed my time over there. And it was such a great opportunity that your daughter, Christina, followed in your steps as well. She also played in Europe. She did. After she played four years at BC, she went over and played in Salzburg, Austria for a season in the European Women's Professional League and then wanted to play a little bit more competitive style of hockey. So she ended up playing up in Helsinki, just outside of Helsinki, Finland in the Finnish Women's League for a season and then finished out with a three years, I believe, in the Canadian Women's Professional League. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. We got a chance, my wife and I, to go over and watch her play her last, you know, kind of professional game in Europe, in Finland. And uh, it was a treat for sure. That's great to hear. One of my favorite trivia facts about you is that you're a big Bobby Orr fan. I mean, who isn't if you grew up (laughs) around your age in the Boston area? I figured you'd want to wear number four, like Bobby Orr. You chose to wear number two. Why was that? Well, because in my mind, no one else was ever going to be close to Bobby Orr. I mean, he was in a class all by himself both as a hockey player but I've had the privilege to meet him a few times and also as a person and so I said I'm going to split his number in two and if I ever even get close to that which of course I never did um, I would I would have done a good job in my career and so uh, I think just kind of out of uh, the appreciating how good he was you know that's kind of how I ended up with number two. I love that on this Hall of Fame weekend here in Worcester we'll have lots of events on campus including a hockey home game at the Hart Center. How are you staying connected to the current Crusaders under head coach Bill Riga? Um, I obviously, you know, support them, um, you know, with with donations when I can. I I did not get a chance this year. Uh, We had a conflict, but I typically play in the alumni golf tournament every year. Um, And I try to get up to the alumni hockey skate, albeit I'm moving at a much slower pace than, than some of the guys out there. But my goal is to get up there in February for that, um, as well as I follow them online and whenever they're, they, you know, they've been nice. They've been able to play on Nesson quite a bit. So I get to watch the games on Nesson. So Bill, Coach Riga sent me a very nice uh, note after he heard about my induction. So looking forward to catching up with him this weekend. And, uh, you know, the team is doing great. I see them just outside the top 25. You know, when you look at the the East, uh, the USA hockey rankings, they're they're coming close. So He's done a good job building that program up again. You said that right. They look really good in his third year taking over this program. Last couple questions for me, Chris. You're now working for a commercial construction company operating all over the country. How do you think your experience as a student athlete at Holy Cross best prepared you for what you're doing today? Well, I think that the just the mental discipline of a team sport and understanding that everyone plays a role in that and you know, is important in how you how you run a business. And you need to listen to people every day. Everyone has a good idea they can contribute. And it's it's all about in our business project success, right? And individual success tends to follow project success. And in my mind, hockey was the same way. You know, team success beget individual success. It wasn't the other way around because you know you play you play the game uh, to be successful with your teammates. And you run a business to have a successful business and it takes the individuals, but it's everyone putting the, you know, the company goals first, you know, that help that happen. 
And when you look at the outstanding facilities and opportunities that Holy Cross hockey players, men and women, enjoy on campus today, what kind of advice would you give to them about maximizing this very special time on campus? Well, I think they need to, you know, everything seems to go so fast. You're wrapped up in, you know, practices and games and training and and, and classes and, and running around and you know, I would say to them, you know, take a step back and enjoy all that the cross has to offer. I mean, I was up there, it was my 40th reunion in June, and I, I got to go into the prior Performing Arts Center. And I mean, those that building is just spectacular. And so, you know, those types of facilities that, you know, they probably walk past every day on the way to the top of the hill to practice, you know, take advantage of that. Take advantage of all the other things that the cross has to offer. Enjoy the moment a little bit and take the friendships uh, that that school is so great at, uh, you know, fostering and take those with you for the rest of your life. Because my best friends to this day, you know, are some of my teammates and, you know, my roommate, Tony Catalano, who was a football player. I, I room with Cat for four years because he was such a great guy. You know, I didn't need to go live with the hockey players. I, I enjoyed Tony's company so much. And he was such a, a great friend and still is. You know, enjoy those moments, enjoy those friendships, and, and they'll be that what's with you for the rest of your life. Chris Brown, Hall of Famer, congratulations again. Enjoy the big party with your teammates in Wellesley, and we'll look forward to seeing you back on campus for the induction ceremony, November 18th. Looking forward to it, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Thank you again. And congratulations to all the 2023 Holy Cross Hall of Famers. We thank each and every one of them for joining us here on Seder Stories. As always, we ask that you listeners tell your friends, family, and fellow Crusaders about Seder Stories. It's available anytime on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you loved hearing from these Crusader Hall of Famers, please leave us a five-star rating and review. That does it for this very special Hall of Fame episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go. Go Cross Go.